personally think the best thing a real estate agent could do is go into a market where they don't know anyone. I think that is the best thing to do because you have nothing to lose, everything to gain. And maybe they're just tired of all the people that are already here. Maybe they want new, fresh blood. And so, um, I don't know, my faith is a big part of my life, as you know. And so, you know, even Jesus had to leave from his main home and travel 200 miles because, you know, his family maybe didn't take him as serious or whatever. So for me, I think going to a different area where you don't know anyone is a huge advantage for a real estate agent. Hey, Jack Lair here. So I'm down in the Lair. And down here in the Lair, we have the Lair podcast. And I have this amazing guest with me. Um, Christy entered my life probably back in like January-ish, right? In yes. I think it was in uh, Las Vegas. We both get coached by the same coach within the Tom Ferry organization. And then I just discovered that Christy is in, she's a killer. She's building her business. She has her own brokerage and she's just uh, a powerhouse. And I'm excited that I have Christy Caldell. So Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much for having me on here. And I absolutely adore you and I love getting to know you and your team as well. So um, we got to know each other a little bit and we like you know, done some little bit of collaboration. We spent some time together and Christy's from the North Georgia mountains, Raven County, correct? Yes. Little Clayton, Georgia. Yes. So I'm going to, I might use some words that might sound, um, might not sound great for those Southerners, but I'm going to say, now bless your heart. Yeah. You know, that can go multiple ways when we say bless your heart. It's, it could be like, hmm, hmm, bless your heart. Or yeah. it could be like, oh my God, bless your heart. Yeah, or, that, that's the way I'm trying to sound. Bless your heart. Yeah. So we have fun with that. And I just, I love, um, I love your accent. Okay. Thank so I, I, I love it. And that's something that I want to talk about a little bit later. Are you, are you going to be okay with that? Yes. Okay. So Christy is an open book, right? Open book. You know, a beautiful human who just kills it in business. And again, I'm super excited that you're here today to be able to share with others and help them potentially grow their business or maybe change their mindset. And um, I'm just, wow, I'm over the top today. So you ready to get rocking? Let's do it. All right, Christy, a little bit about your background, okay? And I'm going to ask some questions throughout the process. We're just going to have a conversation and we're here to help others, right? Yep. So exactly. what, what's your background? Background is definitely been more like an entrepreneur since the early, God, I guess my early 20s. And I learned really quickly that I was not a order taker and I love to think outside the box. I am a risk taker. I've never thought I could fail at anything um, because sometimes things haven't always gone the way I thought they would, but it didn't mean I failed. I learned something. So I was different from the beginning. And so I got into real estate, buying buildings and homes and flipping them in the early 2000s and have just really had a passion for real estate ever since. Yeah. So as a real estate investor, mm -hmm. You, you did some flipping and some renovations. And I, I am going to get into that a bunch because that's one of the things that she brings to her clients, like an incredible value added service that 
really helps her clients achieve incredible successes, probably in any market. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But Christy, when when you like, when did you get licensed to sell real estate? So I did not actually have a license to sell real estate until 2017. So five years ago. So you were flipping a lot of homes and you didn't, you don't have to have a license because you have an equitable ownership in the property or an ownership in the property. So you can sell your own properties in Georgia, correct? Yes. But also too, with, especially with the buildings and things we were doing kind of really didn't, I mean, we really didn't want to have our license. We just like being able to do our own thing, yeah. um, sell it. And I don't know, it was just in that time, it was just better not to have a license. Yeah. There's, there's advantages to it. Um, there's disadvantages, just like anything. So you're, you're, you flip some homes, you did some development and that, that's beautiful. So you got licensed in 2017. When you got licensed, like, how did you enter as a real estate professional? So I was living a, a county over about okay. 30 and actually I specifically chose Raven County to be a realtor. And I knew I needed to find a mentor here that would teach me just kind of the ins and outs because it's very different in every area that we, you know, real yeah. estate's different in every single area, especially Raven County. So I hooked up with Linda Hester, who has now been selling real estate for 46 years. Yeah. And, 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 and Christy, you introduced me to Linda and my goodness, I, I hope she watches this. I just wanted her to know that, gosh, she's in, she's effing incredible. She is. She you picked like, pick one of the best mentors ever to like get into the business. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I did my time. I mean, for two years, I got up every day. I was just present. I did the we'll just call it the grunt work, right? Like I did the stuff that I needed to do that she was beyond doing at that point, right? So I put in my time and just, I mean, I wouldn't be the realtor I am in Raven County specifically without spending time with her. Um, but I wasn't planning on moving up here at that time. Um, but um, some things happened and I ended up moving to Raven County a heck of a lot sooner than I planned on. Okay, so you move up to Rabin, and can we just talk a little bit about that little special area up in Rabin near Clayton? Uh, there's a couple of lakes, Lake Burton, Lake Burton, Lake Rabin, and Seed Lake. Yeah, and I had the opportunity to come, come spend some time down with Christy, and um, on that lake, <laughs> and this was a house that you owned at one time, right? And you renovated and sold. Yes. Oh. It is one of the most beautiful properties that I've ever stayed at in any place in the in the world. It is that incredible. And that view that I get to wake up to in the morning and look outside off the golf course and the lake. But let's talk a little bit about this Rabin County that's just really, really special. Because I talked to a lot of real estate professionals like, my area, it's way different than any place else. You can't come from outside to sell here. Hmm. But Christy entered this market in a hmm. place where she couldn't come in and sell, right? Basically because it's pretty tight knit. It is. A couple of people, a couple agents control the lake. Right. Yeah. Talk about Raven. So we have probably close to 300 agents here. And yes, if you didn't grow up here, I could see how um, it's a small town, small community. Um, I knew it would be hard to break into this market. And that's why I wanted to have a relationship with a mentor I personally think the best thing a real estate agent could do is go into a market where they don't know anyone 
I think that is the best thing to do because you have nothing to lose, everything to gain. And maybe they're just tired of all the people that are already here. Maybe they want new, fresh blood. And so, um, I don't know, my faith is a big part of my life, as you know. And so, you know, even Jesus had to leave from his main home and travel 200 miles because, you know, his family maybe didn't take him as serious or whatever. So for me, I think going to a different area where you don't know anyone is huge advantage for a real estate agent. It's all perspective. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that you'll get the experience today with being here with Christy is that the mindset and the things that she does, it's perspective. And that's one of the, the things that really attracts me to Christy is just like, she just changes. Well, you'll hear it as we go forward, but let, but Raven County, like, it's like that, it's that area in North, the North Georgia mountains. It's like the, um, the Hamptons to Atlanta, correct? Correct. Like it's it, it's incredibly high end. Yes. So we are the wooden boat capital of the wooden boat capital of Georgia. And we're the farm to table capital of Georgia. We have some of our restaurants are on the top 100 list in the U S we have you know, probably, I would say, I would bet there'd be 200 wooden crisscrafts on our lakes. Um, it is a special, special place and extremely high end, but it's relaxed, sophisticated, but very relaxed. Yeah. So can I give my pr- uh, perspective? Cause you heard me say this, I think it's, and, and this is real. Like these people aren't just millionaires, but, Right. They're built. There's some billionaires there, like many of them. And like, it's Mayberry town for billionaires. I got treated so beautifully by anybody that I met. It didn't matter what I was wearing. Cause I typically wear a black shirt and jeans and a, you know, orange pair of sneakers or something like that. Right. And they just, I, I was treated so incredibly well. And these people like just were so welcoming. So, but here's the thing. Christy enters this market as a real estate professional picks one of the best mentors probably ever. I don't know how that happened to get Linda into your world, but you did. Mm-hmm. And Christy wanted to grow her business. And, you know, some people have that entrepreneurial spirit. And, and when my conversation with Linda was like, there's no way she was staying with me forever because this young lady is a spitfire. that's going to do something really special and grow her own thing. Mm-hmm. But, and, and the relationship's incredibly beautiful now too, right? Yes. It might not have been a, the best parting. I mean, not so parting, but like she knew that you were bound for way bigger things. She did. I mean, it was definitely um, bittersweet, but yes, she did. Yeah. So Christy, one of the things you shared with me that I just truly love is that the way you would go around and have conversations about how you could help people in real estate and learn more about them. Can you share some of those conversations? I would just go into these people's homes typically and ask them about Raymond County. What do they love about it? What brought them here? But also too, people love to help people. People truly love to help others. And I would say, you know, can you help me get to know the area better? And at the end of the conversation, I would say, thank you so much for your time. Who else in this area, in this community, do you think I should get to know? And they would say, well, so-and-so. And I'd say, okay, great. Do you mind calling them? And they'd be like, okay. I'm like, now? I'm like, yeah, sure. That'd be great, actually, if you'll call them now. And then it just sets me up to be able to go to that next person and that next person. Yeah, this this is super incredible. And I hope everybody listening here, it doesn't matter if you're in the North Georgia mountains or York, Pennsylvania or San Francisco. It doesn't matter where you're at. 
when you go out and get curious about helping somebody else and you say, Hey, by the way, um, who should I be talking to in the local area? Because you're, you're, you're influential or however that sounds like. And then asking them to make the phone call on the spot. And, and they're like a, a moment of uncomfortableness, but then they do. So when I'm walking around Raven County with Christy Caldell, guess what happens? Everybody knows her. Christy, I love you having those conversations. And again, in any area of, of any market, just getting curious about others and how you can help. And then when you ask them to introduce you and call on the spot, there's that little bit of uncomfortableness, but then they do it. And then I get to experience it with Christy firsthand. I'm walking around. Everybody's like, Christy, Christy. They all want to be in your world. Right? It is I, pretty fun. It's a pretty fun world. Christy lives in a pretty amazing world. And I again, I was just so blown away with the way that everybody treated you. Everybody treated everybody there. But like you're on a pedestal in Raven County. I don't think so. Come on. They love Christy Caldell. I go into those little bakery shops and Christy, Christy. You know why? It's because the way you love on your community. Mm-hmm. I do love my community. Okay. Yes. So that's a big way that you've grown your business is loving on your community, not just your clients, but they all know somebody that's looking to buy or sell or how you can help them mm-hmm. in real estate, right? Yes. I think naturally though, I just love people. I love people. I love, you know, to get to know them, know their story, what makes them who they really are, what's their past. And I don't know, I, go, I, like, I like to go deep with people. And Mary Elizabeth, my youngest daughter, will say, mom, you want to know everyone's life story in the first 30 minutes you get to know them? And I do, like, I just love people. I truly do. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to bring your daughter into this because you have two, correct? Yes. Yes. Your, but your youngest is still uh, at home with you, correct? She is. She's about to turn 16. Okay. Good deal. So she's 16. Um, so Christy is a, um, I don't know, or maybe you're, maybe you're five foot. I don't know. I don't want to offend you, but. I'm five two. Okay. Five two. Very good. Very good. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, but your daughter is this little version, little version of Christy, right? She a, a spitfire at age 16 going out like. She's shooting, she's hunting for turkey, she's getting dove, deer, you name it, archery, right? Yes. Fishing. Like, I get to see all this stuff on social media. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? And she goes out with her, like, she goes out sometimes on her own, right? She does. Yes. Especially with the deer and feeding them and taking the corn out. She does all of that on her own. Um, She'll go outside and practice with her bow. She, we're in bow season right now. Okay. And um, she killed her, killed a nine-pointer on opening day of bow season. Wow. I saw the photo of that. That was amazing. Maybe Shane will, will post that as well. <laughs> I love it. Um, so family's super important. You, uh, I, I see the way you love on your daughter, and it's a very consistent. And then I got to meet some of your incredible friends down there. When I was down, when Sarah and I were down too, um, I'm going to mention her name right now, Georgine. Love on Georgine. She will be so honored that you mentioned her. She will like freak out. 
Yes. And the beautiful thing about Georgine is that like she embraced Sarah and myself and like we, we build this friendship and we love each on each other on social media and that every now and then we'll text or call each other. And I just think it's really cool that Christy introduced me to all these incredible people and they maintain the friendships. Here's another spot. And we're going to get back to real estate, but here's the thing. The, the things that we're talking about right now create all these incredible opportunities for Christy and her business. But um, you know who you are. Yes. Doug Love without them. an H. Yeah. Okay. This place here, one of my favorites of all time. Uh, Sarah and I like, love coming there. I love being there. Uh, we spend time together and being at the Moonrise Distillery was one of the best experiences of, of my life. Being with all these people that I love and care for and just, just to hear the story of how they built the business. But Christy goes in and she loves on these clients and they refer opportunities to you all the time now, right? Yeah. But it's not just, I think they, they know how I'm going to treat people. They know I'm going to treat them well. I'm going to put the person first. It's not just a transaction. I mean, they know their people and their friends are in good hands with me. They definitely do. And I, I got to see it firsthand um, when I was visiting, like you had clients in town from another state, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And they, uh, you helped them purchase a home that was um, not an easy transaction. And you had to uh, whip it, whip the uh, the listing agent into shape to get the deal done. Yes. He was new and you, you he did just with, needed you did it with some, some tough guys. love. It, it, it worked nicely. Yeah. It worked out. Um, and Christy goes above and beyond for her clients. And here's one of the things I wanted to share with everybody is that she just doesn't take the approach of, hey, I'm a licensed real estate professional. We're going to write an offer. We're going to successfully get it done. She goes out and finds opportunities for investors, for folks that might need um, some renovations done to their home. Christy, you're doing a ton. Will you talk a little bit about that? So I think... Um think we're like so as real estate agents we're hired to help them it, 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 let's say it's a buyer um it's our job to find every reason for them to not buy the home until there aren't any so we really need to understand code and do inspections and all of that I mean, it's our job we don't need them to tell us what to do but on a development standpoint especially when inventory was at an all-time low inventory was so low we had you know, one time, 22 homes on the market here. So I knew in 2020, I would need to be creating inventory. I knew I needed to go find raw land. I knew we would need to develop it and start building homes. And I had the investor who, you know, they wanted to buy up homes, but there weren't any to buy. So why not do it this way? So yeah, no, I do. But I love that. I love creating connections and putting people together. And I love seeing raw land become home. And I, I just, I love it. It's probably one of my most, it's probably one of the things I'm most passionate about. So very few people can do the things Christy does and, and just by choice, right? Um, Christy just finds ways to make things happen for her clients, uh, for the investors, for her buyers and sellers, like the way you market and the way you love on your clients. Um, let, let's just talk about like 
the way you keep people in your world. And, and I, I think it's just, I call it Christy love. Like she just puts this hardcore love on them and it's super genuine. Share with everybody out there how, how you do it and let's, let's help them. So I would say that in a world where, well, I'm in a second home vacation community. So people are constantly coming into town and they'll, you saw, they'll hit me up. Hey, you want to go to dinner? You want to do this? And, and I'm, I love the social aspect of it, but what I finally figured out is if I'll have events, if I'll have Thirsty Thursday, or if I'll have quarterly events, or the Christmas party is so much fun. Um, if I'll do things like that, I can not only bring everyone together, they can meet new friends that are just moving to the area as well. Because I'm like the matchmaker of friendships here. Yeah. They can meet friends. And then they also, um, we just get love on each other. And so that's been, that's been a huge advantage for me from a time standpoint. So you do all these different events, you bring people together, you love on your neighbor, um, on your, uh, right next to Raven Realty, uh, the the bakery shop, right? Or the little restaurant. Clayton Cafe. Clayton Cafe. I love Mm -hmm. that place. But we go in there and everybody's like, I think you're, you're pretty, the way you treat the owner and everybody in there from, from the from the cook to the servers, everything. They, they just have this deep love and respect for Christy and she's always there to help. Um, you shared a story about how, how um, somebody entered your life that was looking to buy a property. I think you were going to buy it. He ended up becoming an incredible handyman for you. Can you talk about that? Yes. So that was during the summer of 2020 in the height of crazy COVID. I looked back and I had 17 homes under contract at that time and I'd gotten to work 7 a.m. so I could get some things done before the day really started. And a gentleman walks in, town's dead at this moment, but he walks in and I'm just thinking, oh, I do not have time for this. Like I've got to get some things done for the day. He walks in and, you know, if I judged a book by its cover, I wouldn't have given him the time of day. And, but I felt like God was saying, you know, listen to him, help him, listen to him, help him. So of course I do. And within 20 minutes, I've got him in my Jeep and we're headed to this property that um, was going to be a great potential flip. And so taking, it's not on the market, obviously. And it's perfect. He's like, this is it. He had already been here for a week. He'd had no luck working with another agent. He's like, let's do it. We were under contract that day. And, um, but fast forward, yes, I helped him find a home, but he is, I mean, he literally is such an angel to me here. He comes over if there's been a storm, if it's pouring down rain, he'll come and check on things at my home. If it's, I mean, he is just always there for me. If I have a problem with anything at my house, he's there. He is, he's like my dad, my, you know, I'm not married, so I don't have a male in the home. I mean, he is like my go-to for anything I need house related. And he helps me with renovations too. So he's definitely a godsend. I think when you shared that story with me, I just sensed the, um, yeah, like the connection. It was just a beautiful thing. And then like this guy helps a, a, a ton with all of your different, like, Hey, well, there's something going wrong with this house or uh, this listing has a this issue. Can you go take care of it? Is he that guy? He is. He is. And Let's just back up. I think the home, I think either it was like 150000 maybe is what 
he ended up buying it for. So this was not a large transaction by any means. Um, so, um, but I think God rewarded me from just helping him. Um, but no, he does. He does a lot of my projects and he helps, um, he helps get listings ready. So when I'm getting a listing ready, if it needs a lot of work, we have deferred maintenance. He's my guy. I mean, he is extremely helpful. Yeah. I think the common theme here is that Christy just takes great care of anybody that enters her life, at least for my perception. I think that's a reality. And, and then she gets rewarded many, many fold by being that incredible giver and lover of others. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't mean that people don't disappoint me and people let me down, but the rule of reciprocity is that you can give it to the world. You can give to people, be good to people. And those people may not be the ones to give it back to you in return, but it'll come back in some way, shape or form. So, yeah. I mean, biblical principles that Christy lives by. I I got to experience it. I get to experience on, you know, anytime we're having a conversation, she lives up to those principles and she just, she's an incredible human. So I want to talk a little bit about, because we talked a lot about uh, real estate. We'll get back to that in a second, but I want to talk about like, you were a part of a, something pretty special back when reality TV entered our world, right? Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about, so can I share that Christy was on season four of The Apprentice. Um, that's when Trump, you know, eventually fired you, right? Did he go, you're fired. He did that. Yeah. His hand hurt pretty bad that day. He did. So can you imagine the spitfire Christy Caldell on there with that Southern accent, giving Trump some uh, bleep shit anyway. Um, and then all of a sudden I'm firing you. I can't imagine that, but you, you went on to the show and like, how'd that change your life? Hmm. It changed my life in a few ways. So I had my first daughter when I was 16 years old. So I never really had a childhood. So being in New York for a period of time, I got to have a little childhood. Um, And then I would say the people I met were phenomenal. I mean, just some of the best people that I still keep in touch with today. And it's, um, it changed me in a way that I always believed I could do anything I wanted to, but then being around those kind of people, that energy just, um, and people not afraid to fail, big idea thinkers. It did. It just, it really changed me. Um, if you don't mind sharing, you, you, share, you were kind enough to share the story with me about being chosen to be on it. You went through all this interview process. They, they, they background checked you. They did psychology tests and all that stuff to, or psychological tests to make sure that you could, you know, endure the, the stuff. And again, I just make this very clear. This is not a political conversation. This is just about the experience of being on there. And Donald Trump was, you know, auditioning. You got to that point. Can, can you talk about that time when you first came mm-hmm. in and met him? Yes. So, and let me just preface it this with this is like right before Facebook thank gosh this is right before social media but so Trump was he I mean there was no secret he wasn't a big fan of his season three cast and so he was adamant he was going to pick the season four cast and he interviewed us and it was pretty intense but um um we hit it off really well right from the beginning 
you walked into that interview and you and you guys like locked eyes or something like that. You didn't and you didn't let down, right? I, th- I think your your pops taught you right. that. Right. My dad told me that I needed to keep eye contact with someone until they broke it. And that meant that I was in control. And so I walk in the room. I want to be first in the room. I was. And walk in, make eye contact with him, go sit down right in front of him. And even as people would pass in front of me to sit on, you know, they were sitting around us. um, He and I stayed just right there, dead stare. And um, I think it was JB in stock or Mark Burnett. I can't remember which one, but they were like, oh, she's so confident. I think it was Mark. Oh, I love this confident woman. And Trump's like, you know, he's got his like stance of, and he's like, She's intimidated. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. I was like, I'm so honored to be here, but not intimidated. I'm just excited to be sitting here with you. We're we're kind of the same. We're both human, you know? So he just, he and I connected really quick. So there was somebody there that was um, educated at like an Ivy League school, right? And they called on him. Yes, there was a. Talk about that. That Yes, there was a. Yes. So there was a gentleman, basically when they're interviewing us, there's about 20 of us in the room and we're all being interviewed at the same time. So there was a gentleman and he was from Wharton and I just went to a state college. And so he made the comment about, um, I just went to a state college and he was from Wharton and Trump said, you needed Wharton. She didn't. And I was like, huh? Yeah. I love that. That is just, that blows me away. Cause you didn't, you know, and I think Trump loved. I said, I think Trump loved that. I was an athlete. That was the first question that he asked me. He said, you're the soccer player. And I was an all American nominee, nationally ranked player. And that's one of the things I think he liked most. He loves to hire athletes. He really does. Yeah. Um, so you went, th- you went on The Apprentice, it changed your uh, world a little bit and created some opportunities for you, but it also created some, um, uh, some challenges. So thank goodness, thank goodness that we didn't have all the social media, but there was, a, there was something that was published that really affected you. Mm-hmm. Are, so you our publicist, Jim Dowd, yes, our publicist, Jim Dowd, had told us, don't read the blogs because this is back in the blog days. He's like, whatever you do, don't read the blogs. And, you know, I read one blog. It would be the one that I read, of course. And I was just ripped to shreds with my voice and all the negative connotations that go along with a Southern accent and being, you know, I was really young. Of course, I was one of the youngest ones to ever go on the show. And so I was just annihilated in this article. And I didn't read any more blogs, but I also was afraid to get in front of the camera for 16 years. I was literally a mute. I was terrified. So somebody puts out their negative bullshit against Christy Caldell. Christy mm-hmm. reads it. And yes. Christy's an incredibly confident, uh, beautiful human being. But that affected you for 16 years. You, uh, the, the negative connotation that you took from that from some ding dong that was a hater that, you know, is probably hold up, whatever. That's their problem, not ours. But you took it as yours at that time. And unfortunately, like I did that for many years myself, but you did it for a long period of your life. So, but you're killing it in other parts of your life, but you just want to get on camera and you didn't want to get uh, exposed with that Southern draw. 
So I, I'm just like, right. you know, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I love your Southern accent. I effing love it. Everybody that's in my world, they're like, oh my gosh, I just love the way she talks. Different perception, different perspective. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, what I learned in that is that, you know, we give, we can give control to those, you know, we, there's so much power that people possess over us that we don't realize. And if you're willing to give control to that person, that's huge. So I gave control to this goober who wasn't on the show, probably had not been as successful as I had. And it really paralyzed me for so long. But what's amazing is how many of us have those same things. Like maybe it was a coach, a friend, a spouse, someone has said something to you that has stuck with you that you need to let go of. You need to just let go of, speak the opposite of it and move on because it's just um, to know that I let that person have that much control for that long is it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's um, like, I talk about it in my, uh, my stuff that I do social media. And I've talked about it here before where, you know, we give so much credibility to in the, in the story of our own lives or our movie or of our own life, where we give it to the, not the main characters. And this guy was bartender number 67 that had no mm-hmm. anything in your life, but we gave them the power. And that's the one thing yes. I think the most important, the most incredible part of this entire time together today, Christy, is I hope everybody listens to that part of it. Here's this incredibly successful human, a beautiful human, like inside and out. And Christy got paralyzed for 16 damn years of her life, not to get on video. And it, like, it, it puts a tear in my eye because I just know, you know, we, we've had the conversation. I know how much it affected you, but I think these are the things that can help others. Right. I think this is the most powerful part of this entire um, time together today. Like she's growing her business. She's helping other people and, and she's loving on her clients. But what you just dropped there, it just, I love it. But I think people are, we give way too much credit to the people around us. We give way too much credit, too much say, um, It's just because they're making decisions based on their own influence. They're making decisions about you or they're saying things about you that really have more to do with them. I mean, when we meet humans and we we interact, the way that somebody interacts with me, I know pretty quickly if this is a healthy individual, a confident, I know pretty quickly because if they're, if they're putting off a good energy and they're kind, then I know this is a good individual, but if they're not, then that tells me they're hurting. That's a, that is a hurt person that has not healed yet because they're not being nice to me and they don't even know me. It's uh, again, we make, we have a choice and we can decide whether we're going to give them that credibility or not. And again, I think the thing that I've learned, especially being on social media a, a ton in the last year for sure is that there's haters out there and sometimes they're the best to help us grow our business. So, you know, we might think you're a ding dong and you're holed up in some place, but sometimes we appreciate. Um, so, you know, it, that's, that's on them and they can go after themselves. That's, that's, that's their problem. Not ours. Right. Christy. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Good. If they are that small minded and they're that insecure that they really need to talk bad about someone and focus on them as one sad, sad person. Yep. So guess what? We're going to stop giving credibility right now. We're going to move on. Yeah. Okay. What? 
what are some things that you're planning on doing? And then like, like, how are you growing your business? What are you going to do in the next year, next five years? What do you want to do? Obviously, I'll continue to um, develop, help people buy and sell real estate. But also, I have some technology that I'm working on, a referral program for real estate agents, um, health insurance. Um, so it's insurance and non-insurance benefits. Um, so that's a really cool platform I'm working on. And then also an app called Real Perks. Yep. And um, I think as individuals, entrepreneurs, we don't just need to, you know, have real estate as our stream of income. I think you should have multiple streams of income. So just working on a few things. Yeah. She's working on more than just a few things. Um, but I, I love it that she just has this entrepreneurial. She's, she's a, a go-getter. She goes out and makes stuff happen. Um, even when it, the perceptions that it can't happen, she makes it happen. So um, Christy, you're a new agent. I'm a new agent and I come in and I go, you know what? I just want to, I want to grow my business and I want to, I want to be successful like you. What's the first things that I should be doing? You should know yourself. You should know who you really are. You should really know who you are. What do you like to do? What are your interests? And then you should put it out to the world because you're going to attract your tribe and you're going to love riding around with people that are so similar to you every day. So if you don't really know who you are and what you stand for. That's the first thing. So stand in front of the mirror and get to know yourself. Um, that's the first thing. Okay. Second thing I would say is know your area, know the community. Don't try to be a jack of all trades and try to sell property two hours away. Like know your market and know it really well. Know the people in the county and in the city administration show up at the meetings, support the community, and honestly, get to know the handyman um, world. Get to know the guys that those sellers are calling before they call you. They're calling them before they call you. So love on them. Wow. And it's amazing how many referrals I've gotten from them. I may have never helped them sell a home, but I get lots of referrals. I think that's incredible advice that I never even thought about. And like as a real estate investor, get to know the handyman or, or mm -hmm. whoever's doing some renovations, get to know them because yeah. a home seller t could potentially be calling them before they call you. I love that. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. All my peeps, you better listen to this one and implement it right now because that's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Um, Christy, one of the things I've been doing at the end of, of our interviews, I say, what type of question do you have for me? Anything. For you, what kind of question do I have for you? Yeah, you can ask me anything. So out of all of the agents that you have had relationship with in the last year, what is one thing that someone is doing that is completely outside of the box? Um, I just got something in the mail from an agent that you and I both know. Um, I'm not going to mention her name, but I got this thing in the mail, just thanking me for my time. And I don't know if people are doing this, but like it kind of warmed my heart the way this little card was written. And then it had some Starbucks uh, cards in there. Like, yes, people do that all the time. But the thing that was written on this little hand, uh, hand note was it said something like this. I'm just so grateful. Um, I'm summarizing. It said, I'm basically so grateful that we got to know each other. Da, 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 da. It said, I'm enclosing these, um, these cards for you. 
and from time to time, I'm going to like keep the cards but from time to time. I'm going to add some and I'll let you know when and I was like, son of a gun. And I got to tell you, like, it really hit my heart. First of all, I, I love this person. She's an incredible young lady. But regardless, the way that was written and that little I'm going to refill it for you. That's brilliant. Love it. H- have you heard of that? No, but I'm definitely going to um, I'm definitely going to use that one. Okay. You know what? She's a love coast. I need one for Moonrise. I need my Moonrise people to have gift cards and I can keep feeling it for my people. Oh my goodness. Um, That's Jen and Doug, right? Jennifer and Doug? Yes. Yeah. Jennifer and Doug, I'm going to make sure you watch this. It is Doug without the H. We're going to giggle. They are incredible humans. And I'm so grateful that you allowed me to um, come to Moonrise Distillery and meet meet them because they're just they are beautiful humans that just really the, the stuff that, that I've learned from Christy since January, the entire almost year of 2022. You've blessed me with so many incredible gifts and just uh, your friendship. And I'm super grateful that um, I get to call you my friend. Right. Yes, absolutely. I get the call. Yes. Christy called out my friend. So Christy, again, super grateful that you're here today on the Lair podcast. If this brought value to you, please subscribe, like, share. We're super grateful that you joined us today here on the Lair podcast. Again, Christy, thank you so much and make your day great. Thanks, Jack.